building better relationships at home and at work for people who have more than enough on their plate. Two coaches dangling the possibility of finding joy in your relationships. Do you dare to consider life can be better? Have a listen and tell us why. In today's podcast episode, Angela and Patty will discuss how to find purpose through loneliness. With the ongoing pandemic, many people are feeling isolated and lonely. We will explore this topic and share some tips and strategies to ease the emotions, find your purpose, and put it into action. What does having a purpose mean? Do you believe that we are here to serve our purpose? Is there something that you feel deeply about and you know you are supposed to pursue it? What if we don't find our purpose? Angela and I have been pursuing these questions for years. Why did we feel so strongly to make this podcast? We want to help people have good relationships with oneself and others while living their best life with a purpose and intent. We came to realize this podcast is a part of our life's purpose to help and heal others through our coaching, teaching, training, workshops, and serving others through our many different modalities and businesses. You meet different people throughout your life and different doors open through those experiences. Your purpose evolves in ways you never thought you would go. I never had envisioned 10 years ago I would be a leadership work-life balance coach and Reiki practitioner in my wildest dreams and be a podcast host but here I am living it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird and and just heartwarming to know, Patty, that you didn't even know you would be a podcaster and a leadership work-life balance coach and Reiki practitioner. And now when I look at you doing those things, and I just think they make sense and you're so natural when you do them. So I didn't even think about how that wasn't a possibility earlier and I'm forgetting that there is that journey that took you to bring you to this place now where you're sharing what stirs you about your purpose can I ask about your purpose and how it evolved does this have anything to do with loneliness in your workplace or a feeling of being in a work environment but not really feeling connected to the place Have you ever been in a career that you knew? Yes, I am good at what I do, but is this is not what I really want to be doing or you have conflicting with your values or everyone was out for themselves. No human connection. Who's going to stab me in the back today? Yes, that is loneliness working in an environment of broken trust and survival instincts. Sometimes trauma and tragedy shape you 
to pursue something you never thought you would be passionate about, to share your experience, to help others get through their challenges and struggles. Was that something you needed to experience to live out your life purpose? Maybe. How does loneliness fit into finding your purpose? Maybe going through the loneliness, you know what it feels like, and you reach out to others who are experiencing it as well. By doing that one action step, you make deep connections and share your journey. Then it has a ripple effect, and others will do the same. And each day, someone else is no longer lonely because they have a friend. It may save lives, lower depression, suicidal thoughts, feelings of isolation. In case you missed it, we did another podcast on loneliness. It was episode three called The Mini Mass of Loneliness. Yes, I remember that podcast on the masks of loneliness, and it touches on how people often get sidetracked by expectations of how they should be. And then they get trapped in thoughts thinking other people are really happy and I'm not, when actually underneath the masks we wear, many people are actually feeling lonely or disconnected or they're not really authentically connected to who they are and they're seeking something deeper but don't know how to find it. So if you feel that way, you're not alone. (laughs) It's just not something people talk about in public for fear of being singled out and seen as someone who is lonely. Being seen as lonely is not cool, it's not attractive, and it's connected to feeling an outcast. You feel that you don't have friends and somehow you lack something because you are alone and you will be as seen as or feel as unlikable and that taps into our primal fears that we will be rejected by our community or society at large but now because of the pandemic and lockdowns in isolation many people are experiencing loneliness through no choice of their own and we can now more collectively empathize and talk about loneliness as a real issue that the world has more understanding of, or some recognition of at least. Before the pandemic, we did that podcast on the many masks of loneliness because many people in the community suffer from loneliness because they, they've lost contact with people as a result of modern society. Elderly people, people who can't get out of the house, or live in isolated areas, often lose contact with others because of the actual physical difficulty to get out and meet people. And Patty, you looked at workaholics as well and people who hide in their work. Yes. So for me, the pandemic brought a deep awareness of how hard being on your own can be and how how loneliness can make you suffer. As a spiritual seeker and healer, I discovered loneliness early in life as a child. I didn't feel understood because I was a geek and I was a religious geek too. I wanted to know about God 
and how the world evolved to where it is now. And I really didn't fit in at school until much later in my teenage years when I got friends who fed that geeky side of me. On the spiritual path, I discovered that sometimes you need to be alone to discover something deeper, not just about yourself, but about life. Why are we here? And unfortunately, many people in lockdown go crazy because they don't know how to be alone. So, Patty, I thought we could share some ideas of how to connect to your purpose and to also not go stir crazy <laughs> and some tips on how to reach out in constructive ways when you're alone. So to reach out online. Schedule lunch dates and happy hours with friends and family, maybe a Facebook watch party or FaceTime do the WhatsApp or a Zoom party. Angela, I don't know much about what app. I know you have one. Yes, I have used WhatsApp for prayer groups. I'm connected to several through my spiritual community. And in any of those groups, people often ask for support. They ask for a prayer, good thoughts, uh, sometimes actual physical favours if someone's close by when they feel bad or they're going to hospital or they're alone and they have some darker feelings coming up and the prayer groups are immediately impactful. People often report back later after the prayers are sent and say how much better they feel and how some miracle happened because they had all that good energy. But that's really neat that you can use different apps to connect with others and pray for them. Another thing that you can do is do a craft project together, make a supply list of what's needed and give the list to each person participating and schedule it on Zoom. And everyone works on the project together. And then at the end, everyone shows what they did. You can even do this outside and keep your social distance. Another thing is you can make greeting cards and send them to friends and family. They can be digital or the old-fashioned cards you mail out. Digital you can do on Canva or some other digital card-making tool. One of the things that I like to do is you can send a random text message to friends and family telling them that you're thinking of them. Or you can send them a funny meme or a photo of you doing something silly. You can watch a TV show or movie and then get together on the phone or FaceTime or Zoom and talk about it afterwards. A lot of people did that during the time when Games of Thrones was on or oh. Dexter or, you know, all of those different TV shows that are real engaging. Yeah, that was amazing community. <laughs> Share food and drink recipes. Everyone make a dish and the drink while eating and drinking everyone discusses how it turned out so you can be on zoom and you've got your table all spread out and set out with your food and drink and you all just sit around eating and drinking and then you talk about how wonderful it tastes 
make a funny video and share it with friends and family on how you are coping or what you're up to. Maybe a family update with the kids and the pets. Patty, what ideas do you have about reaching out that have been creative and fun and deepening that sense of purpose? Say you like to garden, maybe create an urban garden where neighbors can contribute and have a specific day and time to meet to garden together. This helps the environment, it provides community food supply, and you meet your neighbors. You can stay within the social distance guidelines while gardening and be outside in the fresh air. Make a book nook for the neighborhood. Take a book and give a book. People can leave reviews of the book after reading it. Share what they liked about the book and why they would recommend the book to others. Another thing you could do is share your favorite hiking, biking, or camping trails and plan a trip there after the lockdown. This gives everyone something to look forward to and to plan for. You could also do a Bible study outside and keep your social distance. Patty, you and I have addressed online connections as a way to combat loneliness in some of our podcasts what are some ways you see as healthy ways to use online relationships when you're lonely and wanting to get deeper connection to yourself or your purpose join a book club or create a book club maybe on your favorite book or author this is a great way to meet other people that have the same interest in books that you do The meetings could be on Zoom, a Facebook group, or in person when available. How does this find your purpose? You never know who you might meet at the book club. Join a writing group. It may be about writing your life story or journaling or anything that may interest you. And you'll be digging in deep within yourself, and that might bring up how or what your purpose could be. Take an online learning course and learn something you've always wanted to try that might open up your purpose or finding your purpose. Speaking about courses, I do have an online course through Teachable called Incredible Work-Life Balance Hacks for Busy Leaders. This is a mini course And it's for managers and supervisors or anyone in a leadership role who is crazy busy working 24-7 and wants something more in life beyond their career. This is a great way of finding your purpose outside of work. Get creative. Paint rocks with happy sayings, Bible verses, and cute drawings. And place them around for others to see and spread the joy. That's beautiful about sharing that joy and spreading it with others. I think creativity, the center of creativity is about how can I share and spread this out. And some ideas I have, if you're home alone (laughs) and stuck inside, maybe you live in an urban environment, not close to nature, you don't have a backyard, or it's just not in the ideal 
neighbourhood. Um, some ideas if you're stuck home alone in, and looking at the same walls and <laughs> that can make you a little bonkers. So one thing we used to do, you can tell we, we didn't have much social media or distraction at the time, <laughs> was to redecorate the house, but not for any functional reason. <laughs> uh, we just did it for completely artistic purposes. We'd create a new atmosphere in the space and we used a projector and we'd put different images on the wall. We used mood lights, anything to create a whole new feeling and music. Oh my gosh, we were poor as students. So we would put on music and just change the space with music and create an instant ambient and dance party or another sort of chill out vibe. So if you have a creative flair, what could be a completely different use of your space and your time? Those adventures in your own four walls can really start to activate deeper levels of your purpose. Working with images, colours, music and art are great ways to allow yourself to explore without having to do something mental. And it opens you to a different relationship with your body in your home. Bob Ross has been an inspiration for many friends who want to paint but never had time to try. His videos are available on YouTube and he's a painter that you can follow along as he starts to paint on a blank canvas. And I also have the movement meditation class, which you can explore online as well. That movement meditation class is partly inspired by the times alone I would have using music to lighten up my life. I use world beats and music that helps soften the heart to allow you to move into a different space. And we'll have the link in the show notes for you to check out that movement meditation. So are you physically isolated or limited in your ability to get out and meet others? This has been a temporary experience in part of my life. Around uh, my ages of 27 to 29 years, I was actually isolated and I did it it was part of my Saturn return. <laughs> I did it partly voluntary, but also because I was living in a different location and I didn't know anyone. And at that time, I started meditating and doing automatic writing and reading, a lot of reading and studying of spiritual healing. The problem with being physically isolated is that you can feel a lot of thoughts crashing down on you, which you may not have confronted before. And the tendency is to think that that is bad, when actually it may be the first time you may have really listened to your shadow side and you may be frightened by that <laughs> or surprised. Angela, what is a shadow side? Oh, yes. Well, Patty, that's an important thing to discuss. The shadow side is that part of yourself that you hide, just like the parts we explored in the podcast, The Many Masks of Loneliness. The parts of ourselves where we feel ashamed of maybe negative thoughts that you have about the world or people, family, or negative thoughts about yourself, or they could be uh, angry, jealous 
thoughts, uh, fearful about not being enough, dark thoughts where you want to be better than others by making them suffer or feel pain. We're not all serial killers, but we all have a tendency (laughs) to wish bad things on others. And that is always connected to the parts of ourselves that we feel are not welcome in society. That's the shadow. That's the shadow part. We tend to um, destroy things in your life. That shadow part of us tears down our relationships and it sends negative thoughts to ourselves unconsciously. And it's important to remember that this is not a bad or evil part But if that shadow is left unattended, it can do bad and evil things. Um, It can commit suicide and suicidal thoughts are not bad. But taking action on those thoughts is bad. It results in bad things. Evil is when we let the shadow actively seek harm and create harm against anyone, including yourself or others. So that's a brief summary. (laughs) So don't worry, we all have a shadow side. Every human has a shadow. Patty and I, with building better relationships, are nurturing our lighter side. But if we don't acknowledge the shadow in every human, what happens is we spend a lot of time trying to deny the shadow. And then we don't come become conscious of how that shadow is quietly sabotaging our lives. <laughs> so you might be trying to focus on the positive, but meanwhile, the shadow's just quietly disrupting everything. In, and then it results in something obvious later that is a, obviously a bad habit. So I notice my shadow operating during my day because it can become very loud And it did so when I was a teenager and it operated internally as self-destructive thoughts. I talk more about my depression in the many masks of loneliness, I think. But later on in my life, I saw it operating in my relationships and it would act out as negative actions. So I manifested those fears about not being good enough in my relationships And I manifested that as uh, behaviours in my relationships where they demonstrated for me that I wasn't enough or they made me think that I wasn't enough from their behaviour by maybe rejecting me or leaving me alone. And if there is any one thing that I could tell my younger self now was when I was isolated with those thoughts is not to freak out when I saw that shadow part It may feel really uncomfortable, but it's not a problem if you see those negative thoughts or have uncomfortable feelings. It becomes a problem when I let that shadow side become something it's not. It's not all of me. It was only part of me. And these are the not so good thoughts that I see in the pandemic that people have let get out of control. They see some not-so-good thoughts and feelings in themselves and they let them take over. So my tip, besides getting a coach or a therapist to help you, is to gently engage with the dark, see it as part of you that you need to see if you're going to start to accept parts of yourself that you're just beginning to know. As Patty mentioned earlier, your purpose 
is deeply connected to the parts of you that you never knew existed. So by learning to start that conversation with the dark parts, by looking at it without freaking out, you can start to see and learn to be okay with that step of seeing. And then the next thing I did once I saw that darkness was say, okay, I have a part of me that's not so happy. And I ask questions about it, which is what we do in coaching. The questions were like, um, what does it need? And, and what does this thought or feeling have to say about my purpose? Why am I here now experiencing these feelings? Asking questions about why is this thought even showing up is a good way to start creating a separate relationship with those thoughts and feelings instead of being um, overwhelmed by the feeling. And in my dance with the dark thoughts, I realized I deeply wanted to have relationships with people, but I felt unlikable and unskilled in having relationships. And look at me now having a podcast about them. So the thoughts were showing me how to start to take one little step, just one little step towards having a relationship in spite of my fears. And in that new relationship or that step towards a relationship, I could start to challenge the dark thoughts that said, see, nobody wants to be around you. <laughs> but if I stayed in the darkness without asking what I need or why was I having this thought, nothing changed. So loneliness can be a spiritual growth test. I've seen... So many people on the spiritual path go through periods of being alone. Many of them are not lonely and they're fine with being alone. And then sometime on that path, they discover a moment or some moments of loneliness. The story of Jesus in the desert comes to mind as an analogy of how on your path alone, the dark thoughts come and you are being given that gift of learning how to address them. Patty, earlier you asked us the question, what if we don't find our purpose? That was one of my deepest fears. And the shadow part will try to make you feel that you're not worthy of having a purpose or not good enough to fulfill your purpose. And the loneliness you may find yourself experiencing during these times is an opportunity to claim your purpose and to work on seeing, maybe for the first time, that yes, your purpose is to claim a life that you truly des desire in spite of financial difficulties or physical limitations. What is the life you truly desire? When you are doubting that you have a purpose, those are the times to look for guidance from someone who's connected to deep wisdom, not social media. So it could be reaching for a coach or a professional who's gifted in spiritual growth. And my advice is to avoid social media that perpetuates your shadow and that comes from the, the fear-based consciousness. If you have a spiritual practice like meditation, it's always better to go inside and connect to your heart but if that's not easy for you, Patty and I have the Reiki and meditation to help you connect to your own wisdom.
And also, Angela, in our next podcast, we will be talking about how to find purpose beyond work. There is more to life than work. I'm really looking forward to that because I think people struggle with the financial uh, aspect of security. Mm -hmm. And then we get stuck into thinking we have to find work to pay the bills rather than finding how to marry our purpose with creating financial security. And it's not a get-rich-quick thing, which is the other thing that we explored before this period. So that feeling of loneliness can also, for some people, be a spiritual loneliness, like you've been abandoned by God or the divine, and a feeling that things don't make sense. Sometimes we experience that when we lose someone we love or we break up from a relationship. And loneliness can come when we are in our darkest of places. If you are alone through no fault of your own or you didn't choose to be alone because of the pandemic and now feel lonely, this could be an opportunity to get to know where you are missing some skills you need to know yourself. And if you want to explore your spirit moving freely, please try that meditation class that I offer. That's where we take a journey through movement to explore explore how your divine is truly within you. Wrapping up on some of the things to reflect on, why am I here? What is my purpose? What am I supposed to be doing with my life and helping others as well? Try new things. If you don't like it, try something else. You never know until you try. You might find the love of your life or define your purpose. Think about it, visualize it, journal about it. What do you really want? Is it to have more meaningful relationships? If so, how will you make it happen? What do you love to do? Find others that enjoy it as well. What comes easy to you and you enjoy doing it. That is the most important part. You enjoying doing this particular thing. Yeah. The purpose of being here is to have a good time. Yes. If you enjoyed the podcast, how about becoming a monthly supporter? Click on the support button in Anchor. And Angela and I want to thank you so much for listening. And comments are always welcome. Thank you for listening to Building Better Relationships with Angela and Patty. Send us a message and please like or share the podcast or donate with the Anchor Donate button. We really value your feedback.